Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am Morten Røvik and as always I'm here with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Privet and merhaba Lars. Privet, Morten, good to see you as always and good to be with our listeners out there. We always start off by reminding you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers. If you are a regular listener, don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast player if you haven't already. And same goes for those of you who are watching on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and like and hit the bell and, and whatever other buttons will help you stay up to date with the show and us and also help surface the content to other people who might benefit from GCD. If this is your first time listening or you're new to GCD, we always recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to the basics of getting things done. And today's episode number is 85. And today's episode is titled, How Good a GCD Are You? Indeed it is. And just to clarify a little, when I said merhaba in the beginning there, tried to throw you off, it's because we've just learned that uh, there's been a big earthquake in uh, Turkey and our hearts are with you uh, there who are in Turkey. And this is um, a terrible catastrophe. So I just want to give a, a, you know, a little shout out to the people in Turkey who might be listening. Mm. Yeah. And on that cherry note, <laughs> we can then move on to more trivial things about getting things done. Um, we are going to look at um, something that's you know been called the, the, the GGD uh, Practitioner Competency Evaluation. And um, can you give us a little background on what is this, Lars? Why is it relevant at all? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I believe, as we were talking about this in the pre-show, we made an episode a while back about this uh, evaluation. And um, there are really four um, pages to this that we, we use at different times. Um, mm. At least when I use them, uh, mostly in coaching to, to help people see where they mm. are in their, their own uh, GTD, you know, practitioner um journey i would say um mm. so the, the the thinking behind this was to really you know the purpose of this episode was to for you just to reflect on your own practice and consider where you might be able to improve your gcd practice in in 2023 or or looking even further ahead at least that was my starting point when thinking about this this episode yeah yeah, and, and it is, um, for those of you who never seen this before or heard about this before, it is a, um, it's a three, four page um, uh, PDF that we use when we coach clients and we train trainers. Um, we look at this as a way to uh, unearth where on your GTD journey are you. So if you just started with getting things done, you will, of course, be at a different place than if you've been doing this for 10 years. And it is, uh, when I say on earth, I think it, um, I'm trying to allude to the, the fact that when you are um, learning, getting things done, you have some blind spots, some places where you're not as good as you should be. Like, I'm sure some of you can relate to that. The weekly review is maybe not so easy to get nailed down. And um, But it has way more depth than that. Um, I, I think yeah, and I think also this... from from my clients, I've I've seen in in several cases that there were, you know, aspects of GCD that they just didn't know about. That you know, you know, 
perhaps there are, certainly the, the evaluation will often you know show you oh, I'm fairly good at this I could be better at that uh, but there are also aspects of GTD that they just never saw oh that's right I, I could mm -hmm. use GTD for that as well um, so so that I think has been been helpful at least for mm -hmm. the clients that I've worked with and I think also from the episode that we did uh, way back when was to focus on those first three pages where I think today we'll focus on the one that is also part of the the level two seminar to just give people mm. an idea of where they are in the GCD journey and what they might be mm. be missing, what they could add if if they want to. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is called the the, the path of GTD mastery. And um, I'm showing this on screen for those of you who are looking at YouTube. You can see this. For those of you who cannot see, it's a matrix, which means that it looks like a spreadsheet with some information in the in the. Um, in the header section and there is a what would you call that section a1 column in a spreadsheet what would <laughs> you call not that? selling it very well come look I at know. a spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry I mean, it I is would a be way interested, to I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know because you're you're that kind of guy uh, <laughs> but it is for 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 trying to you know trying to explain how it looks it's a, just a it's a um, tabella uh, where where you can um, put uh, or write down where you are, where you think you are. So, Lars, um, how would you introduce this? Well, I think the first part, and and you know, we'll we'll link to it in the show notes as well. So those of you yeah. who might be listening on audio, if you are in a place where you can just sit and listen and perhaps have a look at your screen, then we'll we'll link to this in the show notes as well. Um, I think yeah. the the key starting point here is to to understand the the top part, which are the different um, stages. That you could be in when it comes to uh, yeah implementation of, of each of these steps so so the the five eyes that we have first mm -hmm. one being information meaning so i have enough information to engage with this topic second one is instruction meaning i understand how to do it if i wanted to <laughs> the third one is I installation i have a <laughs> exactly third one is installation i have a working structure with real content in it Mm -hmm. Number four is implementation. So that means that I'm utilizing key components consistently. And the fifth one is integration, meaning I'm focused on the results. My trusted system is allowing me to produce. So it's just sort of a, it's just how you do things. Hmm. And it is a way to describe your journey from just, I've heard about getting things done. I can start if I want to, you know, mm. and, uh, and then up to mastery, it's integrated. I used to, when I tried to explain this to people in a, you know, a sh not using the five eyes, I would say that some things that you need to learn, that you need to internalize to make it work for you, is that you have to go from um, practicing something until it becomes a habit. And then at some point the habit becomes a routine and then it disappears in the background. You are, you're just yeah. doing that part of getting things done and um, I think that is a another you know a way of explaining the five eyes information instruction installation implementation and integration mm. so when it's integrated you don't have to think about it it disappears in the background becomes your modus operandi mo or whatever it's called in English yes hmm. yeah exactly mm. exactly well, that's a good way to say it. Um, and then the way, at least we, um, you know, we walk through it in the um, the level two seminar, if I remember correctly, is that there are sort of three headlines that we walk through that describe different sections: um, foundation, 
is the top one. Then we have totally integrated system. And the last one is dynamic orientation. Um, so the, I think the, the, the straightforward approach would be to, to start with the top one. Yes. So and, and the foundation is um, the basic, basics of day-to-day -day control. So how, how well are you doing, uh, you know, the control part of getting things done is the five steps. So how well are you doing the five steps? Are you clarifying and organizing all the emails that come in, comes into your world um, and parking the result of that in, a, in your system, in your calendar or in your, uh, in your um, uh, list system? Um, and you, you will then rate yourself on, you know, a scale from one to five, where five is this I got is I don't have to think about it, it just happens. Um, would you take number two? Yeah, so I think so. So the first question really alludes to so how are you feeling on, on you know on a day to day basis when it comes to GCD mm -hmm. and the and the subsequent questions dive into specific areas of that day to day control. So the mm -hmm. second one is clear processing of outcomes and next actions. So how is that clarifying step going? Are you doing well when it comes to you know defining the desired outcomes that you're looking to achieve and reaching those next actions defining them in, in your system um how, how well is that going because i'm one of one of the things that we uh, play around with typically in, in seminars is for example this this definition of next actions are you finding the right next action could i see you take that next action if we mm. stop the seminar right now would you be able to do it if you had the tools that you needed or the people that you needed to talk to whatever it might be um and it's it's i don't you know there, there is no step that is the most important one but i you know lately I, I think from the seminars when people if they were to highlight one step besides the weekly review uh, if, if we were to mm. call that a step um the clarify step uh, it really mm. seems that this you know they, they to help people overcome that procrastination to make it more clear to give them that table of contents for their their projects for example um that that clarify step is really important so again Coming back to the listeners, how, how well are you doing on this one? Is there anything you can do to, to improve your game when it comes to this step? Mm -hmm. And then the, have clear boundaries, you know, don't uh, mix things up. And, you know, the um, um, reminders, you know, the, the clear categories of the reminders that you might have. Um, and one that's specifically really important for everyone who wants to get better at this, make sure that you don't mix up your, your projects with your next actions. I was looking in a client system today and it's clearly that he has created next actions that was really projects. It's more than one step, but he didn't take the time to reflect long enough until he understood that. So make sure that you are not mixing projects and next actions. And make sure that um, you're using the categories, the, the other categories like uh, waiting for someday maybes, reference and incubate um, the someday maybes in a good manner so that you're not putting something where it doesn't belong. So when you open your sock drawer, you should only find socks. I don't know if that makes sense, <laughs> but... <laughs> it is a, no, it, it absolutely does and I, yeah, and I see that, that well. if you, you, you don't find oh, next sorry, actions and you're waiting a, for yeah <laughs> there's a bit of a delay today in our in our feed mm. sorry about that no i just wanted to to add uh, you know so you mentioned you saw uh, you saw projects that were really uh, or next actions that were really projects um i just saw with a coaching client uh, last week where there were some projects that weren't projects but they were areas of focus 
Um, so again, making sure that you have the right places where these things, mm. uh, where these things can land. And I, I um, love this. Another... I, yeah. I'm sorry. Can I just pop in because it, 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 I love this. Uh, David says that the design outcome is how does done look like, or what does done mean? What is done for you? And then the next action is what does doing look like? And you focus on is this done or doing? And that helps a lot of people um, go mm. back to the basics of GTD. <gasps> No, that's a nice way to describe it. I will steal that one for the next uh, next next time I have the chance to, to throw that one in there. I think it is in the book. <laughs> <laughs> the next one on the list is uh, is labeled uh, collection and backlog mm. under control. Mm. And of course, um, that big backlog that, that many people start off with, um, wow, that feels great to get out of the way. I just saw Ooh. it two weeks ago now in, the, in a seminar mm. with some people. We really overloaded some web service or email service somewhere yeah. around in, in their company. Um, a lot of, of, of heavy lifting, a lot of, you know, thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of emails that mm. were, were being moved around. Um, I had a client the, the, the other week where, where we were doing this and it just completely killed his battery. I don't think that the battery was used to that kind of, <laughs> that kind of workload. So it actually, uh, yeah, it simply killed, killed the machine and we had to reconnect on the, on the virtual call because it just drained the battery completely. So, um, yeah. make sure you have that backlog under control. Um, some, mm. some great tips for that as well. I think we've mentioned that in, in previous podcasts. Mm. Yeah, and and and, uh, and just for you, to, uh, getting things done is about feeling good about uh, what you're doing and what you're not doing, and uh, then uh, th this. Uh, uh, now I have some person. Uh, we need to stop. Okay. I have by a two second. I just I will just pause. Mm. Um. Then we will look at regular weekly review sustains the system. If you know that if you're not doing weekly review, David Allen will say that you're not doing GTD. Um, and giving you a little um, understanding of why is this important is that, you know, the five steps is it's fairly easy to understand that you have to get things out of your head into a system. You take it out of your head, place it somewhere, and then clarify what everything means to you, and then park the result of that thinking in a system. And for not losing the overview and let your brain take back the capacity or, or drain your head with that capacity of remembering what you're not doing right now, you, you help your brain uh, by looking at everything so that your brain can relax and feel um, in control of what you're not doing exactly right now. Um, how would you describe, what, what, what wins do you have with, you, with your weekly review when you are doing them you know, on, a, on a good um, regular basis? What, what happens? Mm, calm. <laughs> like just like you said feeling good about what you're not doing and, and what you're doing and getting that overview i think for me um you know sometimes there will be quicker reviews sometimes there'll be more in-depth ones um just had a really nice in-depth one on friday last week and i really really needed that because it was just um you know it's just nice to see everything, see that everything mm -hmm. was in its place, even though I'm working on the right things. And just, you know, as I, as I went through it, I also had this feeling of, um, 
wow, was that it? Because again, mm -hmm. uh, and I see that so frequently also in seminars that people tend to, you know, when it's in your head, it really takes up a lot of space. And that yeah. worry that can show up when you don't revisit those lists on a regular basis. And when Indeed. you do that good thorough weekly review, mm, yeah, do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, hopefully it, it, many out there will be on on the, a good uh, implementation slash integration level when it comes to when it comes to these ones. Yeah, and it is it is something you have to work on to make happen. And um, there are some you know we've been covering this before, but there are some things holding you back from doing your weekly review. Uh, fear of, of what other people will think about you if you take time to think and reflect and. If you think and reflect for two minutes, you will understand why <laughs> you must think and reflect. So take time for this. This is uh, this is good for you, good for the company, good for you as a person, good for the for the the, the moving forward of the things you've committed to do something about. Mm, yeah, so, that's also one of the things that I really appreciate about the new seminar is that there's uh, so much more of an, a focus on making this work for your team because yeah. I'm guessing. Mm, by far the the biggest majority of the GTDers out there may be likely be lone wolves, GTD wolves in in their own companies. And, and you know, mm -hmm. I really like the the effort that that we're trying to really push this and help uh, people that mm -hmm. attend the seminar make this a standard, make it acceptable practice, make it unacceptable practice to not do a weekly review. Really, uh, coming yeah. back to that and really keep thinking these these steps into a, a way the team works. Um, I think that's that's going to help a lot of people going forward. Indeed. Then we've, we've finished the foundation part of um, uh, this evaluation and then we are moving on to what we call the totally integrated system. And, and that has some headlines. Will you take the first one, Lars? <laughs> yes. So when we spoke first about the foundation part, we talk about the basics of day-to-day -day control. Then we sort of zoom out a bit, I would call it, in this totally mm -hmm. integrated system and say, so how is it going when we look at the week-to-week -week control? How are we doing week to week? Are we working on the right things? So we're starting to zoom out now and, and looking uh, more towards the horizon where we were more focused mm. on, on control in the first aspect. Now we're focused on the perspective part, I would, I would argue, in this totally integrated system. So mm. just your you know, feeling, you know how it works, you have enough information, if you have a structure with some content in it, are you already utilizing it or really is it already, already integrated? So mm. that's kind of check and, and you know, um, at least I remember when I attended the, the level two seminar, when I came across this for the first time, um, it was nice sort of a, a check-in on this and make, mm, yeah, I, I actually feel pretty good about where we, where we are heading right now. So, um, mm. hopefully some people will experience that as well when we, when they go through this. Yeah. And, uh, the second, um, item here is regularly recalibrate project inventory. And um, if you're not doing this, uh, you will understand that your projects become stale. Some are not moving. Some of them maybe has, you know, uh, has passed their best before date and can really be scrapped. And um, but should you just remember to re recalibrate, um, it's important. I had a, a coaching client today where we had a very in-depth discussion on how could he feel good about um, the projects he's not doing right now because he had 25 projects that was active and with 25 next actions and they all happen in this PC list which is not a very good uh, good place to mm. have it so 
So we were, um, we were thinking about that. Um, and one of the things that we found was that he really needed to make sure he did um, the, um, uh, the balancing of active and inactive projects. So he created a, a, yeah. a, a desired outcomes past and the same for next actions past that way he can then just drag what, is, what he will not work on this and maybe next week. And then he will do a weekly review and then he will uh, put things back or take them out again. So, um, yeah. Hmm? yeah, exactly. And that's just, hmm. I think, you know, basically as for as long as we've had this podcast, that's really been a, a, an area of focus for me to make sure that I have the right number of projects. Um, and again, on a, on a lower level, I just, I, I'm, you know, this week, I think, um, actually, you know, started to, to move some things around again. Because again, there was there was this feeling of um, not overwhelmed, but feeling that oh, again I didn't I didn't get to do all the things that I wanted to do today, and you know I'm just you know that's just setting yourself up for failure. So stop you know feeling bad about these things. If they were important, get them done. If they're not, park them on the list and then you know do them tomorrow. So you know reorganizing those kinds of things is just so so valuable in especially in feeling good about all the things that you're you're getting done and not getting done. Mm. Next one on the list in totally integrated system is topic development and project planning skills. Um, and to me, this this means more of a, that that longer term perspective and actually coming back to the projects and kind of planning them out. So when does it make sense to do this? Um, as we mentioned last year, you know that kind of Gantt chart planning that I was uh, doing about six months ago now to try to mm. get an overview of all the new things that were coming with the transition to survival learning that kind of you know structure and setting all mm. that up and and of course the natural planning model um yeah. to help you really flesh out those projects episode 10 <laughs> for those of you who have not come across that before um be mm. sure to visit that one that's uh that's a that's a good episode for those projects that that do need some more more thinking so yeah episode 10 have a look at that one yeah, and then that goes for the next item on the list. Like I would say the sustainable total life management system in place and working is where you can encompass your whole life into your GTD system, yeah. not just your work life, but your personal life as well, so that you can make sure that you have a total overview. So you make a balance between work life and that you are making meaningful um, progress on whatever is most important for you. Hmm. Which leads yeah, and productivity to, on the yeah. long term as well, I would say, mm. you know, that, you know, because some people will be really good at, you know, some of the people that I come across at least will be really good at forcing themselves to get things done and thinking mm. they're productive, not recognizing how productive they could be if they had spent, you know, the all the effort that they they use in forcing themselves to be productive, if they had spent mm. that in a smarter way, how much more productive they actually could be. Um, mm. And that only goes, you know, so long. You don't, you're not able to work and work and work. You need breaks as well, for example. Just a, a simple mm. example of that, that, you know, long-term productivity uh, to, to make that sustainable. That's part of this, uh, this for me as well. Indeed. The last one, dynamic um, orientation. Exactly, and, and here it gets a little um, could could get a little fluffy. So, but <laughs> ability to navigate change. What does that mean? Well, life throws you curveballs. You can't see them, but when they hit you, smack in the face, and you have to lie down for some time, or something happens that really 
tosses you off your game. How do you how do you navigate that? How do you make sure that that doesn't um, destroy your um, focus, your ability to be present? Um, and and the, the way that this uh, the getting things done system is for exactly for this. There will come change in your life. Uh, there will come some surprises you cannot see. And when you have your, as David Allen would say, ducks in a row, where you have everything, you know, thought through, you have a well-functioning system, you know what's important for you, you have a horizon of focus um, defined, so you know what's, you know, what's my values here. So when something happens, it makes it easier for you to navigate that change. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And making those decisions. And again, that can be on the, you know, larger scale that I think is probably what is being referenced here. But it could also be, you know, someone pops into your office asking if you can help on something, you know, making that kind of decision. Well, that again requires that you have the system so you know what you've committed to and be able to evaluate that up against, uh, you know, evaluate up against the thing that just walked in the door. What are you going to do about that versus what you already have committed to? Hmm. Next one on the list, execute on any outcome. Um, so um, for me, this is this is one of the things that I think really inspired me when I came across this one for the first time, because when you have those outcomes defined, whether it's, you know, the outcome could be a, a short-term project that you're working on, or it could be a five-year vision that you're, you're working towards, that you can, that you actually have the ability to, to work towards any of those. I just found that really inspiring. And I came across that, that, you know, yeah, wow, I'm actually this step that I'm taking. It might just be sending an email, giving someone a call, but this is one step on the path to the vision that I have for us as a family in 2029 or whatever it might be, you know. Um, so, so, so that one, and I know this from clients as well, that this can be sort of an inspiring thing to reflect on that, you know, you might not, when you sit down, you look at your next actions list, uh, yeah, I'm calling someone, I'm emailing someone, I'm attending a meeting, <laughs> it might not sound that inspiring, but hopefully these are, are steps again towards some, some bigger goals or missions or whatever it might be for you that, that you're looking to achieve. Indeed. And what does that mean? Um, as I interpret this, Loris, I don't know if you will be agreeing with me, it would be that uh, whatever you're doing uh, in life and work is in alignment where, with your higher horizons, what you need to get done, um, when you need to get, get it done. Does it mean the same for you? Mm. Yeah, and I think I would, uh, would perhaps add that, you know, that, that, that the processes uh, are aligned, meaning that you adapt those processes to the way that you need them to be so yep. so how you use gtd will be different from the next person and the ability to navigate within the gtd framework but mm -hmm. still adapt it to the way that suits your needs is really yep. a, a key skill of an advanced gcd -er. so that, that's what i that's what i take with me from this one indeed um what would you say about ability to generate situational awareness what does that um, mean? For me, this this leads back to you know when when we talk about lists in GTD, um, all of these we can consider maps. So you'll bring out these maps at certain points in time when you need to see them, and mm. we have some recommendations. For example, a, a weekly review and bring out your projects list. But in, in, you know in, when it comes to any of the lists, bring them out when you need them. Um, so for me, this is this is actually one of those things where the ability to generate situational awareness is to you know 
bring out the maps that you need whenever you need them. So when, for example, mm. bigger shifts make, you know, make their way to your life, that you have mm. the appropriate lists to, to bring out and, and support you in reorienting yourself in, in time and space. So I think that's, that's mm. what I take with me from, from that one. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm reminded of the level two project and priorities seminar video with, uh, um, with Rosa there, where she's on an airport and uh, she her flight is cancelled and so she need to to um you know the situational awareness there is what can i do where i am if uh, something change uh, in my reality suddenly something is cancelled or an opportunity arises how do you handle that and um yeah that's how i i would just a mm -hmm. little adding to that what you just said um, room and clarity to focus on that, uh, that which is most meaningful. Well, what does that mean to you? <laughs> I think I would boil it down to, are you present when you mm. need to be? Uh, that's mm. at least what it means to me that, you know, that you can sit down and obviously the, the most meaningful things, the higher horizons, as we record this, we'll soon be, uh, heading to a, a cabin in, uh, in Norway, in the, in the mountains, mm. uh, spending time with, uh, my sister, my, my, my family, um, mm. and just enjoying life and, and being present yeah. with them and not having anything else spinning around in, in my head. Um, so, mm. um, the ability to stay present and, you know, have that. You know that things don't interrupt you or at least you have the process to capture things when they do mm. interrupt you so you have the tools at hand and you're able to to get them out of the way and they don't stay in your head meaning that you trust mm. the system you trust the process and you can stay present with with that which is most meaningful exactly um i'm f looking at the, the the room and clarity not you know the room is for a room inside your your brain to think clearly uh, with clarity mm. and that, that kind of if you have the one you will have the other so if you have space inside your 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 thoughts um, uh, clarity will come and you you will be able to focus mm. uh, on whatever you it is that's most meaningful like David Allen would say something like that maybe you want to just take a nap <laughs> that might be the most <laughs> meaningful thing to do very meaningful thing moment. to do yeah <laughs> yeah and um, um, that that is most meaningful right now. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, mm, mm. Last uh, one on the list. Yeah. Day to day is aligned with your bigger game. So I yeah. think we kind of touched on this already when when we spoke mm. about the execute on any outcome. Is that you yeah. can you know really feel that the steps you're making on your average Tuesday morning is actually what you need to be need to be doing and and see that it actually you know, leads you to the, the vision and, and supports the purpose that you've defined. Mm. So again, one of those really, you know, so, so much of the value in our work in life really comes from knowing these higher horizons and, you know, mm. feeling that you'd make those steps is just makes everything so much more fun. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what I would boil it down to. Yes, me, me too. The, the, the same that I'm, I'm reminded of that I have, um, you know, I have a coaching client uh, or several of them uh, right now, but one of them, um, uh, we did a higher horizons journey together where we uh, mapped out his higher horizons and uh, to see the energy uh, returning to yeah. him, his confidence coming back that, 
yeah, really, I need to make some changes there. And I know now exactly why I need to make them because they are not in, I'm, my life is, or, or my work is not in alignment with my higher horizons. So if you want to win at your mm. bigger game, first you need to understand what is your bigger game. And then you have to make sure that you are, um, you know, ticking them off one next action at the time to get where you want to get. Um, mm, I, I'm, I'm using a, an analogy. I'm very good at analogies, or am I? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I have a tendency of making them very complex and to mix different analogies together. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, That's part of the but, charm of the Visual Learning yeah. Podcast is that we make up. <laughs> we make nice it up analogies. as we go along. <laughs> No, but the, the, one of the analogies I'd use is that you, um, your horizons of focus could um, lead you to understand where you want to go. And you will then have what I call a future anchor. An anchor you, you put sometime uh, some, somewhere uh, in the future. And then you just have the chains of the anchor. You just go one chain at a time. And then mm. some, at the end of your life um you will be you know where you're supposed to be and it's just one one next action after another and suddenly you're there mm, yeah so mm. and the idea with the, this whole document that we've been looking at now is just to as a where you can put yourself in this where where do you belong right now and are you doing the right things and are you moving in the right direction and um Hopefully this episode was helpful for you. I don't know if you are, are we at the end, Loris? <laughs> I think, I think so. Just just two thoughts from, from my end. First, just uh, yeah. building on what you just said about working with a coaching client and establishing those those higher horizons. Um, again, it's just so valuable to to mm. you know to work with GTD and to help people with this. So I'm just reminded yeah. that that right now we are um, working a lot in Denmark in in trying to to find new trainers to be certified within organizations. Mm -hmm. So for those of you listening from Denmark or in the Nordics in general, um, mm -hmm. if you're looking to become a certified trainer, um, learn to teach this again. This new seminar is just so much fun to deliver. It's really mm -hmm. easy for people to get started with GTD. I think uh, you know people out there that are listening probably came across GTD from the from the books, um, mm -hmm. and and it can be daunting to start off with GTD, but I think they've just done an excellent job with the new seminar to just make it approachable, yep. make it easy. I just, you know, it was just so clear in the first seminars that we did that the way that people perceived GCD and started off with GCD was just mm. so much more easy for them to get started and, and, and in, a, in a playful way, even with, with the fun videos as well. So for those of you who might think that, you know, this would be fun to help my colleagues learn GCD, mm. reach out to, to us in the Nordics, uh, go to cruciallearning.com yep. um, to find your local partners wherever you are to see mm. if you could become a certified in-house trainer um yeah that's um and i promise you it's it's a lot of fun it is and it is uh, for for many of you who listens to this i'm sure that you um i or at least i know a lot of a lot of you guys that i met and girls that are are thinking of oh one day maybe i can become a trainer now mm. you can and it's not very complicated either it's fairly uh, no it's, it's not no, it's fairly straightforward and um, uh, yeah. get no, in so touch just with us in, in the Nordic yeah, exactly. region Yeah, if you are interested. Exactly. 
Yeah, and just and, and the other thing, just like you said, the purpose of this episode was really for you to reflect on your own practice, where you might be able to up your game in, in the near future or in 2023 or, or whenever you're listening to this. So we really hope that this episode was, was helpful in that sense. And mm. if you notice something, it's if you know in six months that you improve something um, based on this episode, be sure to let us know, uh, podcast at vitallearning.dk. We, uh, we love to hear from you. Yes, indeed. And uh, now is the time for taking us out, maybe. <laughs> now, <laughs> now is indeed the time to wrap up this episode with a quick reminder to head on over to vitallearning.eu, have a look around at the website there and find your way to the local country websites as well. You'll find all the, the different offerings relating to getting things done, but also the other programs that we offer. Outside the Nordics, CrucialLearning.com is the place to go to find your local partners. And as always, a quick reminder about the GTD Summer Camp 2023, June 17 to 18. It's going to be great. Nicest people yes. are going to be there. The weather will be beautiful. You'll look out over the waters and you'll be inspired. And yeah, well, have a look at GTDSummerCamp.com. Go over there and, uh, and sign up and uh, we hope to see you there. Yes, indeed. And if you enjoyed and liked what we've done now, if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe, please subscribe because then you will be notified and hit that bell. If you are in any other, you know, you're listening at uh, Spotify or um, Audible, um, Apple Podcaster, um, please consider giving us a rating if you've not already done so. It helps the visibility and helps people to learn GTD. So help us, help others. And until next time, stay safe and stay productive. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Pod Getting Things Yes. <laughs>